to another episode of the takedown as always brought to you by phone soap go to phonesoap.com use the code takedown to get 20 percent off of your order you guys know that i'm like super shitty at intros so i'm gonna have uh, a voicemail this week actually intro the show so here you guys go what is the baddest of the baddest podcast on the interwebs the takedown do 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 this is christopher Garcia, porn star extraordinaire, lost my virginity at age of 13. Where am I calling from? Los Angeles, California. Do, 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 do. Where, what you, what you, what you want to do tonight? We want to up, up, up. Shoot him up, shoot him up. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <sighs> Anyways, question of the night. Sorry, we actually don't have time for the question. I just really loved the intro. Today's guest is a past life regression therapist. She's a hypnotherapist and am I getting this right so far? Yeah, no, you're good. Those Reiki. Yeah, Reiki. I'm a Reiki. Reiki master and I'm also a clairvoyant. So And a Mac Miller fan. So what is up, Macadelic Mackenzie Slagle? Let, well, let me just say we're on like we're on a good start already because of that and also i i just noticed too i have my yin and yang swimming uh hey. practically we we knew what was going on we got the memo the, the universe the universe lined yeah. it all up perfectly exactly uh, yeah nice glad to be here yeah and seriously because your name's Mackenzie, i was like yo macadelic so perfect now <laughs> well that's what my you know tiktok name is and like actually and my instagram and that's all because of oh that. my god i don't think i ever fucking paid attention until until like just now so yeah, crazy why because that was like my favorite album i feel like that was when he really like he had some other side projects that were a lot of his like introspective mm-hmm. but some of those songs were just like very uh introspective and aligned with like kind of the own internal thought process i was going through at that time so yeah. i feel like he was kind of spiritual as well like you know and just like if you, even if you just listen to like is music like it's very like okay you know what are we doing here who are humans and like why do we do the things that we do and it's kind of funny because he is actually probably one of the main people that like continue to inspire me along my spiritual path because I don't think if I would have saw somebody who like was so like-minded in the way where he was like still fun and like still do the things that he wanted to do like had a very human experience but also like had questions and you know could come from darker places and still be inspired and I feel like that's like just kind of where I am creatively and spiritually so it always like really helped along the way (laughs) I always felt like uh like I like I grew up with him because like I was in high school in 2009 like where I think he was two years older than me um it's like the ages lined up perfectly and like the very first album like he's rapping about like shit that uh like makes sense to me you know what i mean like like sorry i I was literally about to choke to death uh like when blue slide park dropped like that was like my life and then when watching movies with the sound uh with the sound off came out 
like that was like my life at that time like and we kind of just like grew together and grew together like i cannot stop talking about mac on this fucking podcast like i have paintings of this dude all over my house like yeah probably the worst uh person to bring on the show then because i could too so we'll have to we'll have to perfect (laughs) yeah we're gonna just like do a full 90 degree turn just out of that (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah um i've seen you on tiktok as well as as well as uh what probably millions of others yeah yeah has that been crazy yeah it's weird my actually my first video that i posted um about the story hit a million views yesterday and that was like really exciting um mostly because like I always knew that what I was thinking like internally wasn't really well received by people who were around me um I grew up in a Mormon church well not in the Mormon church but you know like as a member of it um I always just like had just like a really different like view on life and even like from a young age to where it was like I didn't really even know why I had those opinions but I just like always felt like just called to like a different direction. And um, I, you know, I went through my training after a whole life experience of like being atheist because of like how I felt after the Mormon church and like being like, okay, well, I don't think religion's real or God because of, you know, that just didn't feel right to me. And then, you know, with time and like kind of some of the things that um, I was really sensitive to when I was younger coming back to me, is when I started to like kind of reopen that chapter of my life. And um, it kind of just like took off in my own personal journey from there. And like, all I wanted to do was to find out a way that I could translate the things that were going on in my mind. And like, you know, the things that I thought felt or like was seeing because I'm clairvoyant, that I wanted to like show other people that they could do it too. So hypnotherapy was the easiest way to do that because it was a therapy where they are talking, you know, the whole time, like I'm helping guide the, the experience, um, but they are the ones who are showing up for themselves and so is their own guidance. And so anyways, so that was just like such a crazy idea in the first place. So getting my training and having like this new information just be like really disvalidated within myself um tiktok was like the platform that actually responded the most to that and that was like really awesome because um i feel like a lot of people out there you know think differently or have their own like internal questioning but it's really hard to find like resources or people around you sometimes that like think the same way so it's like opening up TikTok and like having the whole world at your fingertips relatively. It's like really nice to just kind of find a community that can, you know, learn together and ask questions. And like, I'm really open to the conversation and the comments. And it is like a little overwhelming just because there's, there can be a lot. So I have to find time in between sessions to like sit down and answer and like, level up my platform so that I can find ways to give more information but yeah it's like exciting but it's also like okay time to get more disciplined I feel like you know I was just looking um you per you posted the first video or the the one that I guess like everybody was drawn to 211 um 21 right so we're now what a month later this is the seventh 
uh, and you hit 1.1 million fucking views, mm-hmm. and you now have 50,000 followers on TikTok. Like, that is so fucking crazy that in just a month's period, like, this shit absolutely blew up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's special. Like, and I think it just validates, like, even more, like, I guess the idea of it. And, I mean, I guess that's the craziest thing, really, too, is, like, I was initially kind of expecting a decent I well I never expected it to go the way that it did and then when it did and I started to put out more content that I believed in that um you know maybe I haven't had conversations with people uh besides you know people I studied with before I was kind of expecting some backlash just because um you know spiritual studies and like how you know what you know sometimes is like almost impossible to explain like it's totally an experience thing it's something that like if you're ready for it it resonates and if if you're not then it doesn't and like that's okay too you know um but it's just like I was super surprised how much people were ready for the conversation it was like literally like a 95 to like five ratio where people either like the five that didn't get it to the 95 that were like ready to hear it um so yeah like I said it's just it's really exciting and I think like now I just want to make sure that um, I'm being consistent and I, you know, can continue to give good information because that's, that's all I really want. Like my passion and like my drive in doing energy healing is 100% to bring back like lost knowledge to people and like, so that they can understand and know their own power without having to like, be so oppressed by systems or you know family stuff or friendship stuff and just figure out like other ways of belief and getting through things and realizing like that they have so much more in them than they even believe like doing past life regression sessions with people like I am in the room with a soul you know that has lived many lives and for that short still traveling too yeah exactly and for that short amount of time that we're there I'm like speaking to another part of them in a different space and time you know and like it's such an honor um and there's just such a like reverent respect that like I just I can't explain you know it's like it's so much more than like you know a cool story or you know something fun it's like people's lives it's like seeing a part of somebody that generally would never get seen before you know you know what i'm saying like it's so intimate and so uh like personal to like be in that um like that space in somebody's life i guess right yeah and like it really is a personal thing too and that's and it's really hard to explain to people um if they don't do their own research um and even if they do what hypnotherapy is like because it's like I always describe it as it's when you go through the actual hypnosis experience, it feels like a deep meditative state and it feels like a dream. You see things like a dream and you just have this like inner sense of knowing, like that's how these memories like are recalled after a guided meditation type of thing beforehand. Um, But the biggest part too is Um, before a session starts, you do a therapy session with somebody, they, my um, limit for talking time before our actual session is two hours. 
So we have to talk for two hours straight about your life in every way that you feel comfortable doing it. Um, and also knowing that like, this is a safe space, but the process in that is like, how often do you get to just sit down with your friend and be like, Hey, life's tough. And this is why from beginning to end, you know? (laughs) And it's like, that's intimidating. Like one, you don't really want to do that all the time, but two, like, I don't know, we don't ever have that time really. And Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm trying to give someone a space where for two hours, they can get it all off their chest, know that they don't ever have to see me again. It's going to be okay. Um, But also it's getting them recalling memories. So Mm -hmm. it's like that part of the brain that has the picture and the memories, you know? So let me ask you this. Is this sort of like, um, like when you speak to somebody for two hours beforehand, is that so like, I guess like you kind of know what to look for. Like when you're, when you're going, like, I hate to say it, like when you're, like when you're going back, right. Is this so, let's say they mentioned like they're afraid of water. Um, is this something that like you'd like write down and like kind of take a note of, and then like you're looking for some sort of reasoning behind this or. Yeah. So, excuse me. So I let wherever their guides want to take them or their own intention in the session go, but it totally is telling when they bring stuff like this up. Um, Cause the interview really is like me evaluating emotional points or like how frequent it is where people will start their interview and they'll start talking about someone and then that person starts calling like a million times or you know we're about to start the session and their mom calls like a hundred percent like the interview is like a great space to like start to recognize like the things that are going to come up before they do like for example um you know if someone comes in and the first thing that they want to talk about or the majority of the session is like about their family then we're probably going to go into a session where we're going to figure out why their family like, you know, has so much pull or so much uh, energetic, like energy in between them. What the true reason is. Yeah, exactly. And so, and some people can come in directed, like um, I've had sessions with people who have had, like, they thought extraterrestrial um, encounters. And so one thing that we can do through hypnotherapy as well, if it's, if you don't have like anything specific, you're trying to figure out, we can go in and say, okay, we're trying to find information on this day, this time, and try to recall that memory. So it's, it really just depends on kind of what, what the person wants, but energetically wise, like things come up very obviously during the interview for sure. Makes sense. Yeah. How did you, like how did you come into this sort of space right like how did you first learn of hypnotherapy and past life regression like power of the internet like I feel like we're we're almost the same age right so uh we grew up in like the I don't even know if you'd fucking call it the golden age of the internet but like we grew up when like the internet was fucking wild um so like did you just find it just randomly did you did you stumble upon like a book like I because I feel like like after having talked to you like multiple times now, like, I feel like this is like, your like your fucking calling. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine you being like working retail or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, for sure. Yeah, no. So I, um, yeah, so it really does. Like, so when I, I was Mormon growing up and I had parents that really wanted to see me be that. Um, and they're like, you know, amazing people. And it's just like, you know, when you're raising kids you want them to be protected and in a good place and so it's like if you're you know being told that this is 
the best option for your kids. Like you're going to want them to do that. Mm. So I like, you know, went through that process and really fought against it the whole time, but also like looking back on my life, like everything led up to like this point kind of thing. Mm. Um, Cause it's like, if I didn't have that opposite view, I don't think I would have wanted to work so hard to figure out what the truth was because I was like surrounded by something that didn't feel true to me. And so, and so I really progressed that time, but I feel like it was really like (laughs) instinct and internal knowing where I've just always been really unsettled for some reason. And so I would like to really hope and think that this is my purpose because somewhere inside of me, like, I wasn't fully happy until I was doing this like the whole time. And I even worked in like really awesome places like cannabis. Um, I live in California. So the cannabis industry is going great over here. Um, and cannabis was a really part, a big part of natural healing to me. Um, Cause like growing up in the church is of course, like because of how I thought and who I was, um, they kind of thought something was wrong with me mentally. So my parent, I was on like Adderall and a mood stabilizer and um, a sleeping pill at like 14 or something like that pretty early. And I was like, okay, this is not right either. Like, I don't like how I feel on these prescriptions. Like I feel numb. And I like literally couldn't think for myself anymore. Like I remember being like, okay, I'm sitting here someone's talking to me and I couldn't think of something to say even like if I tried and that drive like just drove me crazy so I feel like I had this like inner want to know the truth and even if I wasn't going to know the truth I was just going to like go my own way so that led me into cannabis um and I thought okay I'm doing exactly what I want to be like this is like I'm proving my parents wrong like I'm successful in what I'm doing and like there's totally a spiritual aspect to it as well because like I love the plant for it's like spirit and it's medicine and like you know what it does for people um and that's how I I've always respected it um but there was just still something missing and spirituality was like a huge part of my pull for some reason like I um I used you, to, you felt you were missing spirituality? I felt like I was missing my practice. I was, I got spiritual. So when I was younger, I used to lucid dream really, really heavily. And I knew like the day before my grandpa was going to pass away, like, or before he went to the hospital, I knew he was going to pass away. Like I started knowing things that are really kind of young age. And it would freak me out because I'd either dream about something or I would think about something that felt really intrusive. Like it didn't really feel like my thought. Um, and I shut it down. Like I was like, not okay. I don't like knowing that my grandpa's going to die. Like had a whole dream of him coming out of the casket and like taking me on a walk and explaining to me like why I know things and like what happened and that it's going to be okay. And I was like, okay, this, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. I was like, I don't want this though. Like I was too young. Like I used to like, wake up in my dreams and sit down in the floor immediately and like scream at myself to wake up because I was like no like this is not okay and it wasn't until like later in my life and I started working in cannabis that that was okay again and then after that was okay it the same like intrusive like voice and feeling kind of just like put things in front of my path it feels like you know like my my um 
technique that I learned is QHHT. So Dolores Cannon is the person who created this technique and she's absolutely amazing. Wait, Go ahead. pause. Yeah. I was having a conversation with somebody completely random earlier, right? Like a random conversation and they brought up Dolores Cannon. No way. And I, I swear to God, and I'd never, what? like I'd never heard of Dolores Cannon. And then you come on here and like, that is so fucking crazy. That's wild. Okay. Right? I, don't you love that? That's the universe just putting it in your way, putting it in your That's way. That's so crazy. <laughs> you know? And so like when I started noticing those things, I was like, okay, it's too much of a coincidence. And those same like putting it in my ways were like just helping me so much like that, like the world was not giving me that I was like, okay, I'm just going to follow this crazy ass rabbit hole. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, Dolores Cannon, I started watching her videos on YouTube because randomly she popped up and I like would watch YouTube videos on spirituality and all this stuff for days, just trying to find someone that was saying what I felt inside. Like, I feel like it was kind of like one of those things where it was like people would say some things, but it wasn't everything. And then like, as you can see behind me, I have like all of these books. Like You're quite the reader. <laughs> they're all on spirituality and consciousness and religions. And oh, like, hell yeah. I love it. Natural healing, plants, like Oracle tarot, astrology, like literally all of it. Like I just love that shit. And uh, Dolores just spoke my language. Like it was like everything that I believed, like she was like, yep it's true because I just, I've done all these sessions and they're all saying the same thing. And I talked to this, this, and that. And like, not only did she like say what I knew, she like opened up doors that like expanded my own sense of knowing like even more. So I was like, Oh my God, I got to go. And then I took off. Um, I bought her course and I went to Miami, um, to learn my level one and it was just like it was like going home like it just made sense and so it, it, it was like when I knew I was like okay this is the thing that I can do that's gonna help people find out for themselves like that's what it felt like you know yeah yeah do you like do you consider yourself like a teacher in a way um I don't think I'm there yet I would love to be one day like for sure I think that um I help people like that I love um and you know like but that's like always been my role like I've always like loved the people around me like to the point where it's like it doesn't matter if you're like a boyfriend girlfriend friend like I'm gonna love you all the same like that's yeah. just how it is and so in the way of like I want to teach my my friends and the people in my life like the easier route of like knowing and knowing yourself and like getting out of like really shitty situations which is healing yourself um I would like to hope that I do help teach that because um that's all I that's all I want you know we were talking the other day and I told you about my newfound sobriety and then today um a buddy of mine was I was scrolling through Instagram and he had put up a story about self-love Sunday and I'd never heard of this. So I, you know, I was like watching his video and he was talking about writing down three things that you love about yourself. Right. <clears throat> and I, like, I started thinking for a little bit and I kind of thought about it and I really like soaked it in. And then I was like, I want to make a video. Like I want to help. Like I want to, I want to give somebody else the experience that I just had, like where I just took a moment, reflected, appreciated myself for like, just, even just like a moment, you know? Right. And as soon as I posted, I had like four or five different people like, Hey, 
like thank you for this you know what i mean like that's right. like i love that shit like helping other people and um hopefully like inspiring people and i feel like you're doing a lot of fucking inspiration over there like <laughs> like it's it's so crazy hearing your story <clears throat> because like i don't know like i feel like the universe calls us to do a lot of things and we typically um like you probably ignore those signs a lot of the time like most most people probably ignore 90 percent of the signs that they get right. whereas you like you're like the true example of like follow like your passion follow your heart and like I don't know, to like just talking to you from what we've talked like three or four times now, like you just seem so passionate about it. Like you seem like you truly love what you do. And like, that's so incredible, you know? Thank you. No, I, I, I really, really appreciate that. Cause it like, that's genuinely like what I want people to do. Like, so my first tattoo was a tattoo of my brother's birthdays on the inside of my arm because, um, I have three younger brothers and, um, I was like the problem child. Like I was the one that was the only girl. Oh, that, that was me. Woman. I mean, not the only girl, but I was a problem child. Yeah, no, totally. And like my family just didn't know what to expect out of me because I was just so different and like unapologetically different that it was like, I think really kind of intimidating because it's like, like they think I'm wrong, but I'm like, no, I'm right. And so when I, I pretty much didn't have a relationship with my family. Um, from I would say high school to like maybe a couple years out of that um and my only goal was for my brothers to be able to do literally whatever they wanted like I wanted to hit all of the glass ceilings of crazy or you know tried this tried that like with with you know boundaries of course but like to really make it so no matter what they did they could always feel comfortable knowing that like it was going to be okay because like somebody else tried and like, you know, either failed. So they're going to learn from it or succeeded. So they feel like they can do that too. And I, it's just so important. Like what you said about how we all get these signs, you know what I mean? And where we get blocked is we think that they're not signs. We're like, Oh, you know, that was a cool coincidence or that was crazy. Or even when something like super freaking crazy happens and we're still like, that was crazy and then move on like the next day type of thing which is which is funny because we get glimpses and like signs all the time of what we're capable of of the things that you're asking for or like even the things that you shouldn't be doing anymore and we tend to ignore them because either we don't want to listen to it or we don't think that we're ready um but i don't know i just i've seen it work for people so many times and I know that when you just really follow those signs or like just look into things just a little bit or even just believe in yourself like know that the things that you have like in your head are like made for you like I cannot take gore I can't look in blood I am so bad at that and therefore I was never thinking about being a doctor I didn't want to do it I didn't want to do it but I did think about this kind of stuff all the time you know and even though it was really scary and it still is because it's like okay I'm just now growing on the social platform like sweet I have you know my website and my technique to back it but it's like just going after those things and like I at the end of the day like somewhere inside of me always knew that I like wanted to try even if I didn't make it like how cool would it be if I tried and I don't regret that. And I know that everybody can do that in whatever their little 
passion niche is you know you don't have to want to be a nba player to like believe in like the small signs in your life you know like those yeah. things i do think there's some sound may not sounds like i do think there's some coincidences right where let's say if i'm like hey mckenzie let's go skateboarding today and then right before we leave the house there's like a fucking personal injury lawyer commercial come on you know what i'm saying like, i don't think that's like you know what i'm saying but right. i do think if you're um and this is going to be like my PSA for today, right? If you are in a position right now where you're in a bad situation, you're thinking about moving, um, you're thinking about taking another job offer, anything like that. If you see those signs, like they're there for a reason, you know what I mean? Like <clears throat> one of the best decisions I ever made um, was before my father passed away. Like I moved back to Virginia to, to be with my father and like spend time with him and it was so spur of the moment like I, I think I moved 500 miles in like maybe three days like I had like a three-day notice and just like dipped but like was I it like I don't your head or or like, hmm? were you like okay I need to go I was just like I need to go yeah I just yeah and there was like a song that came on the radio and it made me like all in my feels and I was like all right fuck it I'm just gonna go and then yeah three days I quit my job on like a Friday packed all day saturday and i drove up on sunday wow yeah so like those signs are out there you just have to pay attention right yeah and like you said like not everything is it because i think sometimes people can also be like oh what does this number mean what does this mean i think the anxious mind is what you're what you're bringing up yeah and it's like been there before too and this yeah because it'll do this thing too where when you start going into like looking into signs at first like oh this is really cool this is cool and then like if you're like me it'll kind of drive you crazy at a certain point because you start looking into your science so much that you're like almost stop making a dire- like directions for yourself and then you'll be like fuck the signs I don't give a fuck these aren't signs I'm driving myself crazy and then you finally kind of like broke through and then you yeah. can be about it you're like okay that's cool not paying attention to that because it's not anything that's cool like you can start to moderate a little bit but it's like it's the happy medium you know um with the past life regression therapy uh i had a friend do it last week uh krista the host of the good milf podcast she was on uh, like four episodes ago i think Mm -hmm. shout out good milf um she done it and i was very intrigued at her experience she called me we talked for maybe like an hour and she was just telling me her her whole experience it was so fucking crazy to me and then I was thinking, I was like, how crazy is it for the people that actually do it, though? You know what I mean? Like, is it ever surreal for you that, like, I don't know, like, you're there, like, you're experiencing it? You know what I mean? Every time. Every yeah. time. And, like, I'm kind of waiting for the day that I don't get nervous before, before it, and I'm hoping that that comes. But I don't know if it will, because I think every time, like, no matter what, like, I'm no matter what I believe in, I'm still human. So I'm still like, I was told like, you know, that that can be like, you can't, I believe in reincarnation, like just because of the church I grew up in, but like, just like access to past lives and all this different stuff. Like it sounds so crazy still that it's still like, kind of like, wow, like, am I really doing this? And um, I have my own, like rituals that I do before like I like to pull oracle cards for the person so I have like a you know a good basis of what their energy is before and what they'll get out of it and some you know meditations and stuff but the whole time like 
I'm just, I have my mouth like open, like even still where it's like right before I go in, I get kind of nervous. Like, oh, I hope this works. I hope they get what they want because at the end of the day, like it still is like me. Like I'm the person. It's so genuine to think like that. Like, like I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, I feel like a lot of people are like, they probably go into things looking at it as work and you're like, you're going into it. Like, I really hope they get what they need out of it. You know what I'm saying? It's just so pure and like so genuine you know yeah oh thank you kudos to you thanks no I I mean it though like all I want is for someone to leave and be like wow like that was real like that that's all that matters to me like seriously and so like when I go in and you know they start because we have signs and ways that we know that they're under not conscious and stuff like that because if I see for a second they're conscious um and I can't put them back down into hypnosis I will end up pulling them out like towards the end when I really know that I can't just because the last thing I want them to do is think that they've made anything up consciously um but like I said we don't I don't have that issue like often at all and when I do it it's like I start to realize like as the past lives come up I'm talking no longer to the person in front of me I'm talking to the person of that time period and I mean, their voices change, the way that they talk about things change, their lingo, Your mannerisms, like all of it. And it's so funny to watch it happen. And like also too, because we go through the life. So a lot of times they start young and then they're old and like, you can just hear the differences. And the laughter of a child compared to like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, literally. And it's funny you bring this up because this was kind of happened in my session earlier today where she was such a child like in the beginning and then as she was like older like and it was just like a longer <laughs> stuff like that that's and so cool like, can't make this stuff up but then I just like I said it just made me realize like wow like I energetically in that moment like really just tried to like thank the spirit at that time that came forward because it's like what an honor like to be able to like work with a spirit that is still kind of like traumatized like you know sometimes like some of these people go through a lot of things in their past lives especially like compared to now um and it's just like such a respect that I have for those spirits to come through and to want to talk and like to give answers like it's like it's a it's beautiful like it really is have you ever had a bad experience with a spirit um or like one was just like a super big dickhead and just like no therapy i have some spirits that like to fuck with me in my house sometimes like like, knock shit around like cats yeah and my cat is in here too and so one of them will like they're blaming it on each other yeah and he'll start running everywhere but yeah no the only thing like no bad experiences it's sometimes you'll get you know souls or um guidance that are very blunt and classy and um I would say the most um not mean but direct spirits are like extraterrestrials if you ever like get to if I ever get to have a session with an extraterrestrial it's very much like yes no okay yeah you wouldn't understand like very like matter of fact and it's like if they're not gonna if if I don't, if I'm not going to understand it, they're not going to explain it to me, like in my terms, like sometimes they will, but they're just very like straight to the point. Like, yeah, 
Exactly. Dang. Yeah. Who would have thought extraterrestrials were rude? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, they're loving. They're not rude. Mm. They're just very direct. You know, like they don't, they're not touchy feely, emotional. Like, so that's like something that, like, they have love and they care. Like, I've worked with someone who they have like their extraterrestrial guidance, like, come and like pick her up sometimes and just do like little body scans and stuff like that. Like, there's like, no extra, extraterrestrial is <laughs> in like aliens, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always imagine they drive by Earth and they're like, "Ooh, the fucking ghetto." You know what I mean? Like, gosh, right? I know. Well, yeah. It's very, no, definitely. Dang! Who would have <laughs> guessed it? Who would have guessed aliens are rude? Yeah. Dang. They, they say they say they wouldn't say rude, but direct. <laughs> have you ever uh, have you ever met like a have you ever had a, a session with somebody that lived the life of like a famous person before? Um, yes, I had a session with someone recently, actually, who, um, she wasn't famous like herself, but she was actually, um, actually put a TikTok video about this one, but she was a director or like a director help. Um, and she was, well, she was a he at that time. And he had like a super big love for Marilyn Monroe because he worked on set with her all the time. And um, it was really funny, actually, because she, at, he at the time, was at the altar with his wife um, for one of the important days. And all he could, like, think about, because Marilyn was, like, in one of the rows in this bright red dress. And I was, like, I was really in the session, like, eye rolling. I was, like, of course Marilyn Monroe's in a red dress at someone's wedding. Right. Flexing on them. Yeah, exactly. And anyways, and so it ended up being a lesson to where that helped her realize because she ended up obviously marrying the person and stuff and she wasn't necessarily going to be with Marilyn but it was more like the idea that he still cared so much about somebody other somebody else showed him that he like might be settling in that life and so bringing that life up she actually wants to go be an actor a comedian or actress in LA so it's kind of weird that not weird it's it was perfect timing to bring back in her old Hollywood times to that. Um, but it, the point was for her to not settle in this life when she goes and tries it again. And if she ever gets like a situation where, you know, she's settling, just let it go type of thing. Yeah. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. It's even crazier. You brought up Marilyn Monroe because two weeks ago, this is the universe just like we had to have this conversation. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I read, it was a fucking long one. 101 things you didn't know about Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. So that's just crazy. And it was so random. Like it just randomly came on my timeline. I was like, fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll get through 75 of them. Dude, I read all 101 of them. Was and there any? Uh, I, feel uh. like I, I feel like I knew most of it though. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, this dude was like, definitely like uh, lusting after her. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. No, it's so cool. Crazy. Yeah, I I enjoy it. Like, I really like you learn so much about consciousness and how like limitless it really is. And like anything that you can experience for your benefit, like that's why you do it. You know what I mean? Like we're all in these bodies as these people because we want to benefit from the experience that we are living and we have free will. So it's like, we can change, we can do whatever we want. We can evolve faster, slower than we wanted to when we came in here, you know? 
Um, but it's, it really is just like all up to you and like how much you're listening to your signs and your guidance and, you know, what kind of life you want to live. Like also like, like for me, just because I'm like hyper spiritual and like want to do all these different things, like it, it doesn't make somebody who, you know, wants to live a very like normal life that never even thinks about this, but has a great family life. And, you know, it's just happy being a human. Like it doesn't make either one of anyone wrong. It's just everyone's individual path. But like, if you're called or you feel like you want to do more, or, like have this inner drive, like those are chase the things. It. Yeah. Those are the things that you're going to regret at the end of the day. If you don't chase, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just like some crazy, like thing. Like if I would have thought that I couldn't have done it because of like a, what my parents told me be like high school and like just expectations, like I would not have done anything, you know, that I've done. And I would have been a really like unhappy, not authentic Mackenzie because of it, you know? So. Absolutely. And that's, I tell people all the time, like, like when I first started wrestling, like I fell in love with wrestling and I wrestled my entire life. Then I got injured. I couldn't wrestle in college. So I didn't even want to go to college. Right. And I like at 18, like I was feeling just burnout. I was like working like this really weird third shift job in a warehouse and I was feeling so burnt out. And then uh, just randomly, like 100% randomly, I messaged my high school wrestling coach and I was like, Hey, can I come back and coach like this upcoming season? He said, yeah, sure. Wow. So I came, I went back to school and I started coaching. One of the kids' dads was like, Hey, you ever tried MMA? And I was like, no, like, like where? And cause we're from like a really small town and he told me where, and I just showed up and I don't know. It's like the, like the universe was like pointing me, you know what I'm saying? Like the universe was pointing me in that direction. Like I was 18. Like I felt like, like I was just wasting my time, not like wasting my time working and not in the relationships that I was building like friend wise or, or whatever. But like, I just felt like there was something missing and it was like that little series of like random fucking events. Like, like at the end of the day, like I know, like, like I don't fight anymore because you know, a lot of concussions and, you know, I like remembering things, but I'm going to be involved in martial arts at some level for the rest of my life. Like, this is like my passion. Right. And now that I'm coaching now, like I realize like this truly is maybe not what I'm called to do, but like, it feels like this is what I'm on earth to do is to teach people how to defend their or, or to train fighters to fucking go kill somebody in a cage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just feels like the universe stacked it up and like laid it right in my lap. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like people need to take that, like from this podcast, like if you are, I was, I was starting my PSA a minute ago and I got fucking yeah. sidetracked. If you are, <laughs> if you're thinking about something, just fucking do it, dude. I wish I had the little Shia LaBeouf, you know, the video, just fucking do it. I wish I had that audio really quick, but yeah, yeah just fucking do it, man. Yeah, no, just do it. And like Nike said, right. Like, <laughs> no, but I, I couldn't agree more. Like, I don't know every and every little small thing adds up too because I think so like for me I knew what I wanted so much that I was like I know where I want to be this is where I want to be and like there's a lot of work that has to go in even still to like get to where I really realistically want to be and it's really cool to hit milestones like with the TikTok thing like genuinely like that motivated me even more because it's like I wouldn't have stopped trying at all but it's also like 
day I'm like, okay, cool. I put in the work and I'm getting the results from it. It's validation. Yeah. But it's like, there was so much time before that to even get to that small little milestone point. You know what I mean? Where it's like, one of the things that I realized when I finally did get to that point was I wish that I did more of the little things that were bugging me to move before I did because what's cool is like I'm still getting to like where I want to be hopefully like you know I'm on that way um but I'm like oh if I would have just you know for example made a couple more like YouTube videos that I you know wanted to do or did my website or made more blogs or do all the things that I actually really want to do I would have been even more set up for when I did you know hit a milestone so I think it's also like reminding people like when you have something that you want, like remember that there are still small steps to get there and it's gonna feel so much better if you did the small steps before you get there because then you're not gonna have to catch up. Like you're just like, yep, this is what I've been doing. Here's all of my information, skills, whatever it is. And like, you're prepared. Like just because you don't have the following or the money or the this or the that doesn't mean that you're not gonna get there. It's just like actually preparing you for when like your work meets the luck you know well it's it's the the term and like i use it all the time on social media uh but paid in full right like i live my life by that like every little stepping stone is leading you to this path that inevitably like you should be on you just don't you might not realize it or you might not like be aware but paid in full dude like you gotta like i tell everybody you you gotta get knocked down to be able to get back up you know what i mean like you either win or you learn and sometimes learning is 10 times better than winning all the time, you know? So paid in full, take your bumps, take your bruises, pick yourself up. Cause it's just going to feel like that much more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Accomplished or yeah. It's going to feel better. Yeah. If everything was handed to us and then literally take the meaning out of life. Totally. And it doesn't feel as good at all. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah, like, and that's the thing, too, that you don't notice until you, like, you know, do hit those milestones is, like, you think that you wanted it, like, right then the whole time, but it's, like, I'm so happy that I have developed all of my skills before I started, like, working at the rate that I do now, because I just don't feel like I would have been able to give people, like, what I would have wanted to give them. It's not even necessarily, like, you know, like that I didn't have anything to offer. It's just like, I know that I want to like give people like the real experience of the best of the best duality. Yeah. And it's like, if I want to be that brand, then like, I'm so happy it, it took, it takes me a little bit longer or like the extra steps because that's totally me. Like I am someone that has to work for what they have. Like, and I am grateful for that. Like I've had you know, great parents who've shown me like what it it means to have success, but I didn't necessarily like get any of that because I didn't go on that same path. And I'm like, thank fucking God, because if I would have just gotten handed everything to me my whole life, like then why would I have needed to go outside of my bubble, you know? So just like knowing that like too, like if you're the person that has to work a little bit extra for what you have, like it's okay. You know what I mean? Like it's all gonna be totally fine. There's a um, there's a theory, and I can't remember the name of it right now, but that being put in uncomfortable positions makes you, um, I guess, more prepared for anything that could be thrown at you potentially. Um, 
and that's like what it is like a lot of a lot of life is being put in these uncomfortable fucking positions right you are i don't know you're you're broke or you're hungry or you are um you're bored right like you're not satisfied right these are all uncomfortable positions working through those it just feels so much better on the other side to the point where if you were i mean i imagine that all the rothschilds are living pretty fucking good Mm -hmm. being born into money but for you or i it's gonna feel 10 times better getting to a a position where we're comfortable by working our fucking asses off and that's what i preach to everybody like that spoiled mentality is not it's nothing good like i keep relating it to fighting but like getting ready for a fight is eight to 12 weeks of hard 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 ass training and for 15 to 25 minutes right yeah which in your brain like it just sounds crazy when you when you think of that um but when it actually unfolds and when it actually happens it's the most rewarding feeling in the world like getting your hand raised after you spent eight to 12 weeks being fucking uncomfortable having big ass dudes just grinding on you and punching you in the fucking face choking you like you know what i'm saying but it feels so good at the end of that and it's going to be the same whether it's fighting whether it's a job and you have a deadline and you're working on this fucking midterm paper for college like whatever it may be that end goal is going to feel 10 times better having worked for it yeah 100 percent. yeah right there (laughs) <laughs> that's it right there that's it. hell yeah do you um do you ever like do you do the therapies often like like your own like do you have somebody uh do the hypnotherapy for you um I unfortunately don't have people around me so the last I did I have had them done I've had about four sessions done to me personally um but I don't have anyone in my area so one thing that's like cool is if I did have someone in my area we do like you know, hypnotherapy practice and we'll just go back and forth pretty much with each other. Um, but yeah, I don't really, ha- I don't have that for me. Um, I wish I did though, cause I, I really want another session. It's kind of been a while, but I've had some cool lives and I feel good just like kind of giving them out to other people now, but yeah. I, I do other people's sessions like at least like four times a week right now. Four times a week is your schedule now? Yeah. That's awesome. How long is one session? Just out of curiosity. You said two hours of talking beforehand and then. Yeah, about two hours after. So it usually ranges from like four to five hours, three and a half hours. Like if it, if it wraps up, but four to five hours, I always tell people to be prepared for. (laughs) That's awesome. That's a lot of time being spent with somebody too. Yeah. And like, that's the thing too, is like, you don't, I feel like it's pretty reasonable. Um, like for the price and everything too because it's like it's a lot more than just like you know going and talking to someone about your life like for an hour or two like it's like deeply healing and um I always like to like give my customers more too so like I said I do oracle readings and I'll do sound healing with them while I'm in here and you know if they ask for smudging or just like anything else like I'm lucky you said smudging yeah so that's like sage sticks oh okay okay sorry no you're good there's just smudging their space um but yeah just I'm lucky to have like a pretty big pool of resources on things that I can like kind of apply if people need it but um you know that's that's how it is <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah sorry my co-pilot back there was having a lot of fun 
uh that is fucking awesome dude like i'm so intrigued by this i have been into this for a couple months now doing like a little bit of research here and there and then just by divine humor you just showed up on my tiktok mm-hmm. and and a million other people's tiktoks that is so crazy to me yeah um it's cool like and you like Mac Miller, so it all made sense. <laughs> the universe lined this up, okay? Like, you can't tell me no different. For sure. <laughs> Before I let you go, um, A, is there anything you want to, like, just tell anybody listening? Like, do you have any messages or? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess my only message is just really, like, go after what you want. I think that when people start on their spiritual journey, um, it's, hard to start deciphering what's crazy and in your head and what's you know real because I think that that's the biggest question I get is like what are my first steps how do I start the spiritual journey um and just starting to like really get the belief in but like all it's about is letting go of fear like if you can really let go of fear and experiment for a little bit because like you live in fear or you know control or ego uh, a generous amount of your time until you start you know starting to step back and think for yourself and think about why you do certain things and so if you're already operating at that level for so much like try something different try to follow the signs follow your inclinations and see where it leads you because it's way better to try and to have a little bit of faith and to try to like push your ego down and telling you that, you know, it's not real or you can't do this or any of those things. And once you just push that voice down, you're going to have a crazy amount of freedom. You're going to have a crazy, crazy amount of understanding and things will start to fall into place. And even if that doesn't mean that like your life is perfect or, you know, that things don't go wrong because they totally do, but you're going to be able to manage those things and understand the meaning behind them and it's a way better way to live the life experience than to give up all your power um to either people things or you know your own inner inner demons like okay. inner demons with a shaka yeah hell yeah it's very californian just yeah. hey, inner demons What's wrong with the demons but they just want to they want to talk to us sometimes i understand <laughs> Gosh, well, this has been absolutely phenomenal. I, I didn't want to keep you past your uh, like your time slot. Really quick, before I let you go, social media platforms, give them out to everybody. Yes. Okay, so I'm on TikTok at Macadelic, M-A-C-K-A-D-E-L-L-I-C-C. Yeah, tell me. I, I swear. Like, when I introed, like, I, I fucking, I don't you know didn't about. You realize yet? I hadn't realized it, no. funny that's like i found your tiktok so quick earlier because i typed in macadelic and that's what yeah i had no idea though it's in your yeah it's in your resonance yeah that's okay just in case you didn't get that reference definitely for mac miller (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah at macadelic and then same thing for my instagram double c and as well as my youtube and my youtube is life and ohm which is also my website if you want to do uh, any hypnotherapy sessions, spiritual guidance, tarot, oracle, numerology. You want to talk, you want to look at my blogs. I have so many resources to hit me up. I'm very open to questions and helping you. If it's not me, find somebody else. Um, so that's life in ohm, om.net. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And before I let you, I got to do it. What's your favorite Mac Miller song? Oh, I knew you were going to do this. Well, people want to know. 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm just gonna give you two from his old stuff. Thoughts from a balcony was oh, like a song that like that's that's what motivated me. I'm like, you know, I was thinking about how I'm gonna like blow up and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Anyways, but then uh, 2009 was probably one of my favorite like recap songs that he had before he passed, where it was just like real, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. What a great list too. Right. Oh my gosh. Everything about that was amazing. I think we should just do a separate podcast and we can just talk about Mac Miller. Just I- Mac Miller. Yo, I'm so fucking down. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> uh guys, as always, brought to you by Fallen Soap. Go to phonesoap.com, use the code takedown and get twenty percent off of your order. Hit up McKenzie on social media. Even if you don't want uh, hypnotherapy, you don't want uh, past life regression therapy, just hit her up and just talk to her about Mac Miller. I'm sure she would absolutely love that. I need it. Hit me um, up. <laughs> the intro this week was brought to you by Chris Garcia. Shout out fucking Fontana, California. And uh, yeah, that's my fucking brother. Thank you once again. The intro is by A. Charles and Backroom Music. Thanks for listening. Yes.